The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. time to close the week with a song joining me again is the host of this means podcast jonathan graves hey brandon hello all right so do the evolution comes from pearl jam's 1998 album yield the singles from that album were given to fly and wishlist do the evolution was not released as a single though it charted at number 33 on the alternative song charts and number 40 on mainstream rock charts and it was nominated for a grammy for best hard rock performance do you know who it lost to, Jonathan? So I was no. Who? On these who? Grammy losses and wins. It lost to Page and Plant Most High. And uh I don't know that. Yeah, I don't I can't recall <laughs> that one. I remember Page and Plant getting back together doing an album was a big deal, but I don't remember the songs from it. Uh the other nominees in this category that year were Psycho Circus by Kiss, The okay. Dope Show by Marilyn Manson. Know it. And Metallica's Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that much I desire. Ooh. Is that what that's how that one went, right? That was a, that was a good impression. That was a good one? All right, this is my head <laughs> field. Um so the song is significant that uh it wasn't a single, but uh they produced a music video which, which debuted in August after I the had singles. never seen you never, never seen that. No, and it blew my mind. Okay, so this was the first music video Pearl Jam did since Oceans in 1992. Uh, the song Jeremy, their video for Jeremy, got so much overexposure on MTV that Pearl Jam swore off music videos. That Oceans video was already in the can before that. So, Because oh, okay. back in the day, uh, a lot of times in the album build-up promotion, they'd shoot all the music videos and then they just hold them off for release. So like, you'd shoot like three and those would be ready to go as the release drop strategy happened and then if your album was still picking up or needed more steam you go back and shoot a couple more so oceans is the last one released but it was jeremy that pissed him off which jeremy back in the day was like and you know there's the on the hour but it was almost on the 45 minutes back in 1992 so it pissed him off but they came back and did this one randomly after pretty much this album had run its course and uh, it's co-directed by Kevin Altieri, uh, who Batman, yes, it is Batman the Animated Series. Yes, a, b- a big hand in that creative team, mm-hmm. and the look and style of the Batman Animated Series is also thanks to him. Um, uh, you know, some other people as well, but but he is credited on almost every episode of the animated yeah. series. So to see his work um, outside of that in this music video was incredible like yeah it's it's unabashedly rewatchable and just enjoyable on every level mm-hmm. also thank you for introducing me to this because <laughs> i have watched it several times yeah and i've added this song to a number of playlists so thank you for that awesome uh yeah he joins todd mcfarland directing it as well um he of spawn and you know that marvel fame yeah he's done some stuff 
he's 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 said some things and I I think he's got some mental issues, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's animated. Um, this like I caught this late at night. On I remember I remember when it happened. Like I don't know if I saw the premiere or anything, but I remember it was late at night on TV, and I caught it in the like after it must have just started or something. But there's this animated video, this rock song, and like. I remember my mind going, what? When the end came up, because you know, music videos would have like the titles come up to yeah. say who, you know, who I was, you know, Pearl Jam. Da, 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 off the, and when I saw Pearl Jam, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, wait a minute. Because they <laughs> didn't do music videos. I'm like, wait, they did a music, Pearl Jam did a music video because they did some little, like, they had a song on No Code called Lucan. And okay. they had like some like little live clip that played. No one picked up on it, but although it's a badass song. Um, it wasn't really a music video, but this was a music. I was like, Pearl Jam did a damn music video. What? Like it was blew my mind because they notoriously they didn't use Tickmaster. They didn't do music video. They were like all oh, against everything. Um, they weren't even like touring much of anything as well. It was crazy time. But are you a Pearl Jam fan at all? Or I am. I am uh, more. You know, in in the background, uh, not so mm-hmm. much like I'm going to go buy their albums. Um, but whenever I hear a song that I like, uh, you know, Easy Flow or or even Flow um, mm-hmm. or uh, or this, <laughs> um, I was just like, you know, th- they hit me a certain way, and I'm like, yeah, I can like jam out to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, you know, tangentially, I'm a fan. Um, I don't usually go after their stuff. Mm-hmm. That uh, I come across it, or if it's playing on the radio, definitely like I'm gonna turn it up and rock out. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I Pearl so. Jam is one of my favorite. Uh, probably would fit in maybe top ten favorite bands of mine. And oh, wow, okay, one, cool. One of the best concerts I've ever seen. I've seen them one time in concert. It was 2010, uh, May of 2010, and it was I believe their album they were promoting was Backspacer, but like. I was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, they're just, they're a hell of a live band. Um, the thing I like about them is they change the sets up every night. So you don't get the same thing the night before. You don't, you don't see the same thing in LA that they saw in San Francisco the night before. It's all shuffled up, changed certain songs come out for one night and then go away. I love that. That's what I love about, those are my favorite touring bands are the ones that change it up because I know that I saw something people that unique yeah yeah no I, that's great that's great uh but they're really good my qualm with them is like i think i think they have an issue with even flow but even flow sounds like shit live they play it really fast i think it was mm. probably always that way because their debut album 10 which everybody knows and everybody like loves like the sound of that the sound of verses which was their follow-up and like fatality was closer to what pearl jams they got really 10's really polished really so I want to believe the live version of Even Flow is what it is, and they slowed it up for the album version to make it sound prettier and all sorts of stuff. But, oh. um, but yeah, like this, uh, but this this video, yeah, surprised me when they that came out. Um, how how old were you uh, in ninety eight? Ninety eight. I would have been sixteen. Okay. Okay. Cool. Sixteen. Cool. I I bought No Code when that came out. Uh, I think I think No Code. <laughs> Uh, was the f- I own ten, uh, but that was the first like No Code was the first new Pearl Jam album when I was like aware of like Pearl Jam. 
um, and it came with these like collector Polaroids. It was a really weird thing. Um, but um, Yield, I I don't think I picked up Yield. Um, but this just stunned me when that happened. I guess I was 16 years old. And but the, this video, okay, the, I picked it because of the animation. I was you were gonna get yes. an animated video, so <laughs> I was like, you. I was, I was this one, and uh, there's like two others. But I was like, you know what, this one said this, this, this has a lot to say. This video, this oh one, yes, and oh this, yes, it's very dense. <laughs> it, it oddly predates the Matrix by almost a year. Um, I was gonna say it felt like because there's a moment where a guy rips open his entire bodysuit and he reveals like a guy, another guy wearing glasses underneath yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, was this used as reference for the Matrix? Because there are certain things in here that I was equating to visuals within that first movie, right. which I adore and love and, you know, uh, <laughs> movie Bible, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, for structure and everything. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I was watching this going, Oh, there's like some heavy pulls uh, visually from this in modern media. And mm-hmm. another one is uh, very much akin to something you'd find in Blade Runner, um, about like the, uh, the vast vistas of desert and everything like that going on. Um, and I, I wanted to bring up this really funny story, if I may, um, when I was yep. doing research on this music video, I found a Vox article written by somebody way younger than us. Okay. <laughs> and they were breaking it, breaking down the segments of this music video. Oh no. Shit. And okay. at one point, they were talking about how clean the animation was and how crazy it must have been for them to edit on computers the size of houses to make this animated music video because they thought in 98 that computers were sizes of houses still. Oh, and wow. And I was like, wow, this person is so out of touch. <laughs> but, um, <sighs> but, you know, there is... <laughs> of people who think the 90s had giant computers yeah oh my gosh <laughs> no it was the 60s they had the big machines that, exactly, were, that exactly. had blinking lights and and listeners and i had three and- computers in my house in 98 and they were about the same size as a laptop right now maybe a little bit bigger but they had a back for sure well, they also like the computers back then. The towers today are still like the desktop towers back then. Oh yeah, they, exactly. you know, like yeah. it's like there, there's no change in there. Um, that, I just yeah, found that really funny. Yeah, I, I will say this. This might be. It wasn't until I was like really going through it and writing down and, and analyzing the video that I was like, "Well, this is the deepest video I've done since uh, I did uh, testify by Rage Against the Machine about oh, a year and yeah. a half ago." Which, oddly enough, that video happened to. We happened to record that uh, episode days after the insurrection, so <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. But this is this is cutting deep too. I mean, it is. It's basically for those who haven't seen this video and it, go watch it. It's crazy. Um, basically, goes from Earth, like from the Big Bang, to the first atom, to like all this stuff, the prehistoric Earth through the end of Earth. Like it's pretty much it. Um, it's a very dark look at it. Uh, it shows the horrors of the world that we still fear today. Yeah. <laughs> even uh, the, like the rejection of math and science. Um, you see like concentration camps and slavery and like 
there's this <laughs> there's a part where they show the sea of crucif- uh, crucified people only to show it's in a box that this guy is selling for five bucks. There's like I one of the brilliant parts is all the different types of leaders um standing at podiums shouting looking all the same like there's a there's like a uh, like a pope there's like a business guy there's all sorts of like different like people that you'd probably be like support be like oh crap they're all the same aren't they um <laughs> it's it, it's a lot to take in and then when you start to break it down and it's, it's like I'm sitting here typing. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Like all this, all sorts of stuff. Like the ca- cavemen dancing around the fire that meshes with drunk men, drunk homeless guys dancing around a fire, which clansmen dancing around the fire. Like it's in crazy. It's just showing. I guess they say people, you know, people are just monkeys. They all just copy, do the same, or something. There's a lot to be said in this. <laughs> like, yeah, a picture is worth a thousand words, and this video is worth. Over a billion, yeah, um, for sure, because it does hit on a lot of contrivances uh, that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. But also, the controversial aspect of this music video, obviously, it came out in '98, and so like if you put this in in front of a bunch of people, like if if this video went viral today, can you imagine Twitter? <laughs> um, because it it talks about so much of the the rage and the conformity uh that we feel as a human species um just in in broad strokes mm-hmm. and it's those broader strokes that lead to misinterpretations right and i feel like there's so many broad strokes in this that it will inevitably be argued about um no matter who sees it um, there are certain aspects of like uh, relating the um, the corporate uh, cubicle life to yeah. slavery, mm-hmm. and like that doesn't translate as well as if they had gone deeper into uh, dissecting slavery versus um, like police like reform and everything going mm-hmm. on now. Uh, but obviously, you know, they didn't have that to pull from. Uh, they were just doing broader strokes over all humanity. So, you know, that that's the that's the give and take of doing something like this. Mm-hmm. But again, it is done with such artistry that it's so beautiful and you can't really look away from it. Um, and that's that's what led me to really listen to the song again and again mm-hmm. um, to to really pull out those. Uh, those lyrics that really spoke to me. Yeah, I had speaking of lyrics. Yeah, I had a couple that were like, um, admire, yeah, admire me, admire my home, admire my son. He's my clone. And then uh, this land, land is mine. This land is free. I'll do whatever I want, ir- but irresponsibly. It's evolution, baby. And then there was the I'm a thief. I'm a liar. There's my church. I sing in the choir. Hallelujah. <laughs> like, damn. Such so I and it's it's great. Like. This came and went. I, I know it was nominated for a Grammy um, and did chart, but like the the video, if I would say, do you remember the video for Do the Evolution Pro Jam? I'm like, oh, what, what? Like no one remembered. Like it, it's just brushed off. Today, it would have stopped the tracks for a moment. And so like, like Pearl Jam's new video or 
sub Pearl Jam with more popular, relevant type group. I, I think Pearl Jam is probably still relevant, but I'm just saying someone people are looking for. Like this would be akin to Childish Gambito, This Is America, that video. That kind of like stopped the tracks. Like this That's exactly be- what I thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody cared back then. No one saw it back then. Granted, the world was at like, 98 is a different place. A way where, where, you know, this is pre-9-11, which a lot of people don't realize. Like, we were almost in the, is history done happening? Are we bored now for eternity type? Uh, And I'm not, I, you know, that lifestyle might be nice to go back to someday. But, like, 2001 changes everything. Like, at this point, people probably ignored it, didn't think it was a big deal, or just like, cool animation, ooh, dark story. It's like, you're living in it. Not, not even realizing, <laughs> you know, like, it's crazy. This is your life. Now people would pay attention. People would see it. People would dive into it more. This is just like, cool McFarlane animation, man. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is the kind of like, big message stop everything you're doing we need to talk about this and it wasn't then at all (laughs) it it wasn't but it also feels like a message in a bottle now Mm -hmm. you know and like whenever we open it and we watch it we're like some of these things are true today but the the guy with the vr headset and the uh simulation of the woman getting abused and stuff like there, there's some strong content in here yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to like, you know, bypass that lightly, but you know, thinking about 98 mm-hmm. and how this was, what was, I mean, obviously the matrix came out a year later, American beauty came out 99 yeah. as well. And like all of these things that were boiling under the surface of right. that suburbia. Yeah, they're like it's it's very deep. It's very dense. There's a lot to to dissect um, in it, but I, I don't want to like beat a dead horse here and, uh, and yeah. just park on the the negative of it. Um, there's a woman that shows up, and I like how the the creation of the world is intercut with the the female singer mm-hmm. um, or the the female um, person that we're going along with there's a, a uh, woman the that's journey. there from the beginning from yes. like the start of time there's this short haired uh the, she's got short dark hair kind of you know she's your she's the guy that like you know like oh that the anime guys in the 90s would be like oh man that cartoon character is hot you know like that all that type, <laughs> that type of type of thing there's a moment when she's dancing and later in the song and you for a couple of frames, her her face turns into a skeleton. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like so fascinated by the meaning of that, <laughs> and like what went into that, you know? When she wears an army helmet at one point, like yeah, they yeah. do slight things to her and put her in specific places in there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to wonder if she like I I was trying to like what does she represent here, but I couldn't. I didn't haven't dug into that. I haven't got there yet, but I'm like, there's something specific with her that's there. I don't know if it's a positive thing or just a, she's a observer type thing, but yeah. right. I got tank girl vibes uh, whenever yeah. she had the helmet on and sure. And yeah. But, uh, but yeah, definitely. There's, there's definitely something there. Yeah. I got yeah, this. Like I, I wanted to do Pearl jam and I thought it would be like Jeremy or something. And I'm like, this was the best, possible choice i think of yeah their yeah. videos of unknown one um yeah maybe and just this so much here 
to like dig onto. I like I like people should check it out because it's like it's crazy. Like, <laughs> and the animation's great. Uh, if the you animation like is hand drawn, McFarlane anime type type stuff. It's it's really it's really cool. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely and the song rocks. Yeah, the song rocks too. Yeah, it's definitely. Definitely, and Eddie Vedder has uh, apparently commented that he li- he likes this song a lot because it it's one of the one of their songs that he can just listen to, and it feels like he's not listening to his own band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I also love the progression because it starts off uh, with um, smaller notes, and like it, it doesn't feel like a full song until the end. Yeah, um, they they add instruments and they add uh, a bombasticness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way he sings is even subdued in the beginning uh, where it's almost talking yeah, um, instead of singing. And then by the end he's screaming and that progression is so fascinating to uh, hear and, and witness mm-hmm. uh, through our ear holes as well. Um, so, you know, that adds to the, to the dichotomy of what goes into this song because it, it, it is a statement piece. It is something that, he wanted people to start talking about or thinking about, but the way that the, the song unfolds is also an, a story into itself. Yeah, for sure. And they recorded this song. Um, Jeff Ahmet, their bassist did not record bass on the stone Gossard. Uh, their one of their guitarists um, wrote the music and, and did the thing. So maybe that's why Eddie feels that way about it. And it's kind of different because they, yeah. they have a little bit of a change up with the lineup um, on it, but yeah, Groovy song, do the evolution for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, that'll uh, that'll do it for us this week on the show. Um, Jonathan, thank you for spending your time here uh, on the Brandon Peter Show. And before we head out to the weekend, I'll let people once more know where they can find your stuff and keep up with you. Thank you again. And if people want to follow me, you can head over to Instagram over at That Means Podcast or Facebook. Or you can follow me on Twitter at This Means Pod, or you can follow myself at The Dark Pilgrim on All right. Twitter. All right. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brad4KUHD. We're going to work at YSOBlue.com. You know what? I am taking, again, another week off in preparation for Summer of 82 at 40. So uh, you're going to have a blast with it. Trust me. Um, so until then, stay film positive. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found. <laughs>